Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you've got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Good morning, afternoon, and good evening, whoever you are, and welcome to episode 19 of the Hot Toy Cast, the Mom and Dad I'm Experimenting College episode of the Hot Toy Cast. The High End Action Finger podcast that genuinely makes your ears salivate. With me today are my co hosts, the man myths that are Michael Crawford and Jeff Parker. How are you doing today, Mike? Excellent. Good stuff. Jeff, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you very much. Excellent. And we are absolutely delighted to have us with us today, our, our main man here, Trevor Grove. Sir Trevor Grove, how are you doing today, sir? Hey guys, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Cool, cool. Well, it's great to have you on. So we're gonna we're gonna be hopefully covering talking about the Breaking Bad uh, toy fiasco, and we're gonna talk to Trevor about his latest sculpts and whatnot. And then we'll try and if we can, folks, we're gonna try and squeeze in some reviews. So we'll just see how it goes. So right then. Um, oh, I just want to ask you guys a good thing. Have you ever tried sushi, Trevor? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. How about you, Mike? Yeah. Je- Jeff. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Okay, let's start with action figures then. So, Trevor. You, yes. are the, you are the man sculptor behind the man sculptor, as opposed to the woman sculptor. <laughs> the man sculptor behind um, the Breaking Bad action figure line, which of course... Uh, yeah, has, quite a few of them. Quite a few of them. Um, you've, obviously, you've, you've done Walt. Who else have you done? Uh, yeah, we, I did both the Walter figures that they've been you know, releasing all the variants of, and um, a few of the bobbleheads. The, the uh, Walt, the Jesse, and the Saul. Okay, and and as as we all know, these figures have, or as you folks may or may not know, some of you may not know, uh, these figures have been uh, rather in the news headlines of late at the moment. And uh, uh, do you want to do you want to yeah. give, give us a little bit of info <laughs> about that? What's been happening there? Well, yeah, there's a a woman in Florida who somehow became aware that the figures were made, you know, and on Toys R Us shelves. I mean, I don't even think she had been in the Toys R Us, but you know, came to her attention, and then a bunch of generalizations about. Adult toys being on the aisle next to children's toys, and somehow she got in the, uh, you know enough attention to get on TV about it, and Toys R Us pulled the figures. So that led to a petition, you know, in opposition of the whole thing, which totally blew up after uh, Aaron Paul heard about it and all that and yeah. tweeted about it. Yeah, he kicked it up a notch, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It it got to the point where it had like. I think about 64,000 supporters saying, put these toys back. And, you know, Toys R Us just has never even come out it, to say anything about it, other than that they were indefinitely pulling the toys from the aisle. I mean, it's strange that just one woman, and I think she had something like maybe 10,000 supporters with her little petition, 
and they they just pull the figures and then totally ignore any kind of other opinion. So yeah, it's it's pretty wild. <laughs> and what, what was what was the petition to keep them on the shelves? Now? How, how many was so how, how much how many yeah how many was Wonder Woman's petition versus the toy petition? I think she had about ten thousand, and then after you know it was the other. Uh, petition in opposition of it all struggled for a little bit, but then once uh, Aaron Paul supported it, it, it jumped up to sixty-four thousand. So it's like six times, a little more than six times her her petition. So <laughs> it's really absurd. Yeah, all for something that you know. I mean, these people don't go into toy stores; they don't know anything about it or or the adult toy collecting culture. Yeah. So it's just really frustrating. Yeah. They probably think adult toys are something else entirely. Yeah. <laughs> right. The thing that gets me about the whole thing is that, you know, the older I get, the less uh, patience I have for stupidity anyway. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and this concept makes no sense to me. If she had come out and said, um, oh, my God, I was I was in the store and I saw these walking dead zombies and they had blood spilling out onto the ground and, you know, they were right next to the kids' stores. I, I wouldn't agree with it, but at least I'd understand it. it, it at least yeah. there's some sense to what she's saying. This is a bald guy in a members-only jacket. It, there's no context whatsoever <laughs> right. for, for a kid. I, I told a friend of mine, I don't see an eight-year-old standing in the middle of the aisle at Toys R Us with Captain America in one hand and Walter White in the other going, Mom, I just don't know which one to buy. <laughs> I, it, it just it, exactly. There's no context for a child. So yeah, right. this was all supposedly all about the kids and, and I feel sorry for the people in Involved, you know, not like tragedy. Sorry, but sorry that you know. Here's Toys R Us. They can't win. If they put them back, then she'll bitch again. If they if they don't yeah. put them back, we complain. So they're caught between two <laughs> markets, and they're trying to satisfy both markets. And then you've got these parents who actually think, you know, they go to bed at night thinking they provided some valuable service when all they did was waste <laughs> time that could have been better spent. Um, and in the end, you got the collectors too who are screwed over because. I don't know about you guys, but invariably when I buy online, something goes wrong. I just bought a Jamie Lannister from the Game of Thrones line from Borders uh, or Barnes & Noble online, and it came without the sword. So then you got to take it back and go through all that hassle. You know, it's nice to have a store where I can buy action figures that I'm looking for. So, And the one group that I don't feel sorry for because they don't care are the kids. They didn't know the thing was there in the first place. They yeah. don't know the thing's gone now that it's gone. And so the they were supposed to be the ones that this was all about, and they were the ones totally unaffected by it either way. And they were in the allied line, weren't they? I was going to say, isn't there a certain irony here as well? I, I remember back in the in the eighties when you know you could buy lines of toys from Hasbro of like you know Aliens and and Terminator. You know these these weren't films that were aimed at kids either, and they were kind of like these these were these were toys squarely aimed at you know you kind of ate nutbuds. So it's kind of, I don't know, yeah. it's, it's just a well, real... On the peg of... next to the, what, you know, the peg where you used to be able to buy Breaking Bad is still Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> so Sons of yeah. Anarchy made it and Breaking Bad did not. Yeah, 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 all the stuff is still there. And and Freddy, you know, NECA just, just released Freddy again this week, so there's a boxed Freddy sitting there. Yeah, so yeah. I guess, you know, the burned child murderers <laughs> are fine, but, you know. It's so bizarre. Something yeah. I have to ask in America, I never saw them in the UK, but the, the line that um, McFarlane's did of those kind of like uh, tortured souls, I think, and they were, um, mm -hmm. they were like Cenobite. Did they ever make it into Toys R Us? Yep. They did. Yeah, you could pick them up at Toys R Us. I mean, they are, <laughs> Some they of just them, thought, they, they the were off the scale. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah that one, and also the one that he did, the Twisted Fairy Tales, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, and, and you know, the other danger of this stuff is, you know, she gets on TV and makes a big stink. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but a, about three weeks ago, some other woman tried the same thing with Target and the yeah. uh, Call of Duty um, uh, Mega Blocks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was complaining that they're in the same aisle with kids' Legos and they're not kid. It, again, context. <laughs> what does a kid know about Call of Duty unless he's playing the game? They're just army men, otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. The very, very basic logical question I would ask this woman is, what exactly do you think will happen to the child if he sees a Breaking Bad figure? What, what exactly is going to happen? What, what? Yeah, he's going to turn big, into a meth dealer. Well, 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 <laughs> well, A, for starters... going to start cooking meth, man. Mommy will have to explain. A, the child will actually have to ask that, ask what that bag is. They'll have to be smart enough to identify a, a bag of... But you can't actually see it in the package. It's no. hidden behind the label. <clears throat> oh, it's hidden behind, it's hidden behind yeah. the label as well. So, exactly, the, the question still stands then. What exactly is the woman afraid of happening here? What's going to happen? Is yeah. her f- and, and how, how far do you want to take this? I mean, you know, if you take your kid into a shop where they sell DVDs, yeah, you can walk down the aisle and they'll have, they'll have Barney the Dinosaur and they'll have, you know, Sesame Street and the latest cartoons. But at the same time, you know, just around the corner, you're going to see the Breaking Bad box set and you're going to see, you're going to see a lot worse. You know, it's it's all by it's all by degree. But I'm I'm, yeah. st- I'm still like I mean, th- you would think these news reporters would just ask her the question: what what is what is what is what would happen even if the child did, for argument's sake, buy a Walter White figure and open it up? What exactly is the child actually actually going to do here? I, I, I'm, I'm mystified by this, and yet we got, you know, figures. It's a gateway drug, man. It's a gateway toy, man. It's a gateway. Yeah, there you I bought, go. I bought one <laughs> Breaking Bad figure, and I, I, I swore I bought one Breaking Bad figure, and I said, I, I, I'll only buy one. I, I can give it up any time I want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and, and you know, one of the things she did say is that the idea that you'd have to explain to your child, and it's like, you know, you might want to have a conversation about the evils of drug use and, and cooking meth. It might be a useful conversation to sit down and have with your kid at some point. There's just a really just lack of logic here. It's just it's quite staggering that if the voice of stupidity can reign supreme, but, you know. Yeah. This, this well, is... and you know, news outlets, they see stuff like that, and they go, oh my God, we'll get all, you know, everybody will get enraged. And... Yeah, yeah. So, so Trevor, you've mm-hmm. had the, the Breaking Bad's now been out, and obviously, I mean, obviously, they're still, they're, they're selling like hotcakes, these figures, regardless of Toys R Us, though, right, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. So you, you must be Oh, pretty... I bet they're selling better now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no such thing as bad publicity. This is very true, this is very true. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's how great for Esco, man. How do you feel about that, Trevor? Like, do you just, I mean, this would be one of <laughs> would would this have you done other really major mass market figures before? I mean, you've, you've no, not you've... really. Uh, most of what I've done, I mean, over the years, was with sideshow and all that limited edition stuff. I think the Walter White and all the Breaking Bad stuff is about the only thing I've ever had that ended up on toy aisles at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty wild and when all seeing all that kind of stuff and <laughs> every article with a picture of the figure, it's like, oh wow, jeez, excellent. <laughs> that was feel quite yeah. Good. That was, yeah, that was pretty cool. Are, are there any more? Uh, are you? Uh, I don't know. If, you know obviously, don't uh-huh. ask, answer any questions if you don't feel un- if you feel uncomfortable asking. But are you working any other uh, characters from the line, from uh, from the TV uh, not, show? Not with Mezco. No, I. Um, my brother and I are starting up our own uh, figure line. It's something we've been working on. We we just started it as a kind of just fan project. We didn't think it would turn into anything. And they're these little stylized. Uh, non-posable figures, almost ah. like miniature little maquettes. Oh yes, I saw, I saw your Saul. Oh and, yeah, and Ding yeah. Ding Ding guy, the, the the old man. Yeah, Tio. Yeah. So we're oh, we're going to be releasing that hopefully in 2015, and that's about all I'm doing Breaking Bad wise now. But yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. 
Okay, cool. So what, what else have you been doing? Can you give us any little uh, scoops? Mostly what I'm doing, uh, my work for hire stuff is with Tweeterhead. That's a company that makes maquettes, tw- uh, yes. six-scale maquettes. I've worked at it myself. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember you You told me that. Yeah, I worked on that. There was, yeah. a, there was an Elvira, I believe. I helped. Oh, no, not, not an Elvira. It was um, just a regular, just pinup girl, I believe. It was. I worked on my oh, cool. a few things like that as well. So, so what's, what's been happening there, and what's, what have you been working on there? Yeah, um, well, we're still continuing with the Munster stuff. We just uh, wrapped up Eddie Munster's sculpt. It, it was um, previewed at Kamikaze, the the uh, convention out in L.A. Oh, uh, a couple cool. weeks Stanley's ago. Stanley's convention, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, we're also continuing on with um, the Batman 66 stuff. We've got Robin in progress. So. Oh, yes, I've seen um, a Julie Newmar statue. Well, hey. Yeah, yeah. That looks great. That was great. a lot of fun. That looks great. Now, was that you sculpting her face sculpt there on that one and the tweeter do the body? And, or what, yeah. was, what was the process there? I sculpted the, the full Julie Newmar in that. And the, um, the cat statue she's leaning on was made by another artist. And we kind of just collaborated together to to make it all work, and uh, I think that'll be coming out or, or starting to ship, possibly next month, uh, maybe January. Yeah, it should be. Should, it should be pretty soon. Okay, cool. How big is that statue, Mike? Um, I think they're they're six scale, so I think the statue actually runs about because she's kind of bent down there about eleven inches. But yeah, that's the the statues are six scale. Ah, oh, excellent. Okay, folks, by the way, look at, look at your devices, folks. You'll see pictures of that on your device while we're talking about this. So you can see the Julian. Yeah, and I, I reviewed the both the Elvira and the, the um, Herman. Herman yeah. was great. Right on. Yeah, I love working on that stuff. It's just it's nice um, just as a sculptor when you get to do kind of offbeat stuff that isn't, you know, isn't like the Marvel superheroes or the Star Wars characters you've done so many times. And it hasn't nice. really been done before it's either, has it? The yeah, not really. Not I mean, really model known. kits and stuff. Well, maybe. DST, uh, D- D- Diamond selected oh, uh, yeah. action figures, but it's pretty unusual. You know, we don't get a lot of the old 60s television stuff, and that's sort of what Tweeterhead's kind of gone towards now with with a lot of the stuff. It's pretty yeah, cool. they just, the the owner of the company just really likes to stick to stuff he's, he's into, you know, which is nice. I like that he does things he's passionate about and doesn't really go for... You know, if there's some big money-making thing, it's not not like he's really drawn to that. He just wants to do what he loves. So that's a lot of fun. Keeps the passion in the work, you know, through all stages of it. Excellent. I mean, how how do you feel about doing collaborations on a whole when you're doing like a collaboration, say, on like the the, the Julie Newmar Catwoman section? I mean, do, do you like oh, doing collaborations? It. Yeah, if you're with the right people, it, it's the best because you know any mistakes you're making, they're going to spot and you're going to get you on the right track. And and when you have a good friendship with these people, it just it makes it all a, a very pleasant experience when, you know, the, any kind of creative process isn't always fun. As you know, you get to points where it drives you nuts. So when you have that kind of support circle, that's that's very important. Uh, yeah, I like I like collaborating a lot. Now, what would be the um the uh, and guys by all means come in with other questions if you guys if Jeff and Mike have got questions as well. But what would be like the proofing off process on say the Julie Newmar statue? I mean, because obviously this is a Fox Warner Brothers <clears throat> license, uh-huh. isn't it? So it's obviously it's a collaborative license on that front. Oh and, yeah, right. And w- obviously, that would does that affect would that affect the price of you guys acquiring that license because it's two studios? You know, I'm not too sure. Every license is different in that regard. I think it's all through. Warner Brothers with merchandising, but right. I'm not. Okay. I'm not sure. I think they settled something there, you know, and then everything got 
out um, figured out so that the, the show could come out on DVD and all yeah. that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember reading, there was an online um, like article about this. I, I have to admit, I don't know the full details. I kind of scanned read it, but it was really interesting about, it, it was based like a group of uh, of kind of hardcore fans, wasn't it? One guy in particular who, who was so kind of adamant that this series should be out there, and he ended up contacting loads of kind of legal departments and uh, getting all of these papers that were written at the time about how it was all divvied up as to who owned what part and what the licensing rights were. And he, he basically pretty much single-handed well, assessing the hey, with a group of other kind of like-minded fans, got this thing together and put forward this uh, this kind of uh, idea to Warner Brothers, saying, "Look, you know, there is a way through the red tape," and and they ran with it. They were like, "Yeah, cool, okay." <laughs> that, oh, that's that's kind of how it all that's how it all kind of came together. And obviously, through that has been the, the the fact that now that everybody's talking to each other, the license has opened up for obviously all the all the toys were something the collectibles are seeing now as well. Cool. So, uh, so yeah, very cool. What was what was the sign was that the, the, the signing off process on on, on the Julie Newmar? Then with, with the actress oh. herself, would she be getting a gander at it? Do you think? Yeah, with the the living actors for the Batman '66 stuff, they they do get approval on this. Um, and Tweeterhead was able to, I don't know, through um, their contacts, were able to get in touch with her. And we were able to share the sculpt with her in person while we were oh, working wow. on it at, at an in progress stage, which is very rare. That, that's all Tweeterhead. Oh, <laughs> but, excellent. Uh, yeah, that was really special, and you know she was very supportive of it, and had just a few notes that we were able to change, and oh, you really? know well, you know that she's uh, happy with it in the end, you know, which is something you don't usually know. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to see what her notes would be. Actually, what, 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 yeah, can, can um, you tell me what her notes would be? Let me think about it. It was mostly like leg length. She oh. uh, wanted the legs to be very long. Oh yeah. And um, what was the other? She thing? was quite leg. It was very there, minor. Yeah. <laughs> she was quite a yeah, it, it might have been something with the portrait, but it, it was all super minor. I mean, she was very supportive, and the the sculpt was at a a pretty early stage when we showed it, so I was kind of nervous. But <laughs> yeah. but yeah, she she really seems to like it, and uh, I think she has a pre production copy um, that Tweeterhead gave her, so she's got a her own copy in her home, which is pretty special. And, uh, and they also did, uh, this is one where they've got her with uh, um, signed certificates of authenticity, right? For a certain yeah. limited number? Yeah, I believe uh, that'll be the case with at least yeah. a few of the Batman pieces, um, with the Adam West Batman, too. Jeez, we need, a, we, we need Hot Toys to do that Cat Wants figure as well, man, to go with the two boys. Don't yeah, we? that'd be great. We really, did, you, did you get the two 60s Batman? Uh, uh, I don't have them, but I've seen them and I love them. They're, abs- <laughs> they're so cool. They're absolutely tons of fun. They're they're really they really are tons tons of fun. Sort But would you have um, would you have a, would you have sculpted that now? That because obviously you sculpt uh, with clay and the the wax, don't you? But no, you you you've, you've, uh-huh. you you're clay all the way, aren't you? Uh, all wax actually, just oh, the opposite. Yeah, oh, you're wax. Oh, you're all wax. It's, yeah, it's always what I've been most comfortable in. You know, I. I Tends to be a, every artist just goes to what they they can work in, you know. There's no right way to do it. You just whatever gives you the result. So um, I've always liked wax. It's just gives you a lot of control. And uh, when there's alterations that are needed, they're easy to be made, you know, easily made. Oh, any interest in going into the uh, the the ZBrush? It's a ZBrush. Yeah, yeah. I mean, things are really moving that direction. I I, I would like to learn it. I'm kind of terrible on computers, but I, I would <laughs> like to learn some of it. You know, just to just to have the option. I've seen, I mean, as printing gets better, it's getting more appealing to me. Yeah, I, I helped out on the, I helped the <clears throat> pop culture collectibles on the, the region, you know, the recent uh, Batman statue, the one that he's kind of leaning out. Oh, yeah. He's got a spotlight on. Yeah, I, I sketched that one. That's and, awesome. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, Trevor, I mean I'm sorry, I was going to ask Trevor if um, just a quick one while we're on the on the whole thing of using wax. Um, do you normally work uh, at the scale of the finished product, or do you work larger and scale yeah, down? Or so far, everything I've done has been at scale. With yeah, um, yeah what you get is what I sculpted it at that cool. size. Ah, sweet. Because when I when I was like, you, you get these kind of like 3D scans sent over, like when you're sketching, it's like you get a couple of like 3D scans of reference or, uh -huh. or, or kind of going this way or whatever. That, and you, you get these really like amazing, like beautiful yeah. three, 3D sculpts. And they're always in red. They're always in this kind of like a uh, kind of weird oh, red, yeah. red, red color. And you just get like, uh -huh. a whole bunch of turnarounds and stuff like that. And it's just, my God, some of the detail that's being kicked out on, on, on some of this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really impressive. I, I mean... As, as printing gets better, I could see pretty much everything being made that way. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about it, but uh, I love seeing the work, you know. Well, it's getting so much cheaper, too. Yeah, the Printers right. themselves are getting so reasonable. Is, is that why there's a lot of statues? Because, I mean, my God, there's a lot of statue companies now. There's quite a yeah. few of them now. Is I mean, there's we got pop culture shocks. We got the new dudes who are doing a lot of Marvel ones as well. They did a great cable one. Is it XM Studios? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. it, it, it yeah, I think it's XM I mean, they're, and they're like, you see, they're when they preview the statue, they're able to preview these, you know, these three D sculpts again, kind of a thing. And, and it's just, my God. So, so I'm guessing that's why a lot of kind of companies are kind of getting into this kind of stuff because the the three D printing has just gotten cheaper because you can go straight to three D print now. Would I be right in that? I mean, I don't know. It might again, be. I mean, from from what I've kind of like from my experience of uh, you know working with people I know do a lot of sculpting, they've um. They've quite often worked with uh, with scans of, of real people, obviously, which are then supplied because they can be invaluable for just getting the scaling of you know the the head to the body ratio, etc. Yeah. Um, but and they'll start with that as a as a digital file, but then just manipulate it. Um, and <clears throat> I've even um, heard say of some people having uh, digital printouts of, of of heads, you know, at, at one on one scale, uh, so they can then kind of use it as a as something to work alongside. Um, just so that, again, you're getting all the kind of volume of the head correct. Uh, or even just working over the top, but yeah, it's. I think it's one of those things that is going to evolve, and everybody's going to find their own way of, of, of using it. It's like um, it's like yeah. Photoshop. You know, you can go and have yeah. a tutorial and learn how to use Photoshop, or you can just work it out and use it the way you want to use it. And I think with any emerging technology, because it is just that it's emerging. You know, people are going to find that there's just real good shortcuts they can use for certain aspects, and, and they're just happy to use it that way. Yeah, what's what's really interesting you see in movies sometimes is that they've uh, they 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 sculpt maquettes and then they scan these maquettes. To be put into the computer and then to be manipulated yeah, right. yeah. as well. I mean, have you seen that much? You've seen that, Trevor, surely, haven't you? On somebody like making some yeah. DVDs where like the guy actually oh, sculpts a maquette stuff. first and then that's that's then scanned and then the, it's the the, the the characters made from the sculpt then or from the yeah. The it seems engine. like in all instances, it's best when the two work together. You know, where the strengths of both come together and then you get something really great. You know, <laughs> it's nice when you see that sort of uh, marriage of the two. Because I mean, I think eventually it's going to be pretty much predominantly what's used. But it's I like when I, I still like hands-on stuff for what I do, just for the joy of it. But that you, you see, see the quality of yeah. of the three D stuff, and it's superior in a lot of ways. Yeah. Wow, excellent, excellent. Well, can you, uh, any, so let's uh, let's discuss what else you've been working on then at the moment. What, what's what's we got? Oh. Some, there's some new sideshow figures uh, heading our way, isn't there? There's some some new Star Wars. If you, you know, I, I hate to say it, I haven't done much with sideshow since uh, it's been probably well over a year, which was not oh, intentional. Really? It's not like there's any <laughs> you know bad blood between us at all. It just got busy on my own thing and also the the Tweeterhead stuff, which kind of took over. But I mean, I love seeing what the guys are up to. It, it, a lot of the 12-inch stuff's really turned out stellar. 
Well, the yeah. Red Sonja statue's out, isn't it? The Red Sonja statue's just oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did get to do a little work on that. That, that was wonderful. You did the head of did, that one, uh, didn't you? Are yeah, you doing the, anything with uh, QMX on the Firefly stuff? Everybody loves your Firefly oh, yeah. sculpts that you've shown. Yeah, that was great. That was, um, they were getting into the six-scale line of those and asked initially just asked if they could use... Um, I had done a whole line of portraits for Firefly in six-scale. Well, they, they were actually too big for six-scale, but they were about there. And they asked if uh, they could just use those, and, and I suggested, well, let's just take that as the basis and try to do... Uh, better versions. So yeah, we we started in on that uh, with with Mal and possibly some others. I don't know if they've been announced. <laughs> so, yeah, be yeah they've shown there. Jane a few times. But, oh okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the one I was thinking of. But yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, and and also they're doing some. I think there's six scale maquettes or uh, statues mm-hmm. for Firefly, and they had a great Kaylee um, going that I, I believe was a digital sculpt, and they just asked me to work on the head. Which yeah, I, everybody's I think, really impressed with that Kaylee. If anybody, if you, if listeners haven't oh, cool. seen it, you should check it out. The Kaylee that, that does look extremely nice. I'll see that was a, a very fun one. I'll put it yeah, on some people, you know, I, I know that some people weren't real thrilled with the statue of Mal, the one with the flag. Yeah, uh, but the Kaylee turned out a lot better. Right on. Yeah, so I'm. Um, uh-huh. No, go ahead. Okay, go on. Oh, I didn't really have anything else to add. <laughs> I'm <laughs> rambling now. Oh, cool. So I, I wasn't aware, actually. I mean, I, I, I thought that you might have done the Captain Malfigure. So the Captain Malfigure that's coming on the way, that's, that, that's your one. Yeah, I did the head, and uh, I think we were able to alter boots I had made, too. So I did a little, little parts on it. Ah, <laughs> actually, incidentally, listeners, um, right now on Fanboy Collectibles, one of our sponsors, you can actually get the Red Sonja. That's actually in stock now. Oh, I really oh, cool. want to get that, man, because I think that is one of the yeah. most... Yeah. You you were I think you're except I mean I'm a man who makes a living out of you know drawing pretty ladies oh yeah occasionally and, and a couple of robots from time to time but man <laughs> that's all you need pretty ladies and robots <laughs> what, what what more does the world want <laughs> big guns <laughs> yeah come on that's why I make a good living from this stuff but what, you, you have a this you've this beautiful I'm not brown nosing here but man your your women's faces are absolutely stunning I mean that red sun yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's she's amazing. What other uh, women faces have have you? I mean, did you, and of course, Julie Newmar. I mean, you dude, you nailed Julie Newmar. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's, it's really nice of you. But there, there's um, a, there's a subtlety and softness there that I rarely rarely see in a lot of the sometimes with females that just just the guys just go a little too harsh. And the problem sure. the, the problem yeah. with females is the more you draw on a female, the, the less pretty and uh, young and fresh yeah. she looks. The more, yeah, the that's more, the challenge. The more hacks you put in there, the more details you put in there, you tend to lose the softness of a lovely face. But you've got this lovely economy uh, of, of, of just sculpting on there, on, on the women's faces. I just find it's absolutely... Oh, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really think of other things we've done. that I did a lot of those with Sideshow where I would just go in and kind of uh, rework the heads for them. I can't, I can't remember what Power all we Girl? did. Maybe did you do Power Girl? No, I wasn't part of that one. No, I thought Power Girl might have been yours actually because she was kind of similar. What about the uh, the the Queen of the Damned looking chick? Mm, oh no, I think those are Mark Newman sculpts. Mark Newman is an incredible, uh, really one of my big inspirations. He's an awesome sculptor. I think he did those, both of those actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely, it's lo- lovely stuff. So, let me talk about Come on, I'm, I'm, pu- I'm pulling information out of you here. Well, what else? Have you <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you, you, you haven't been doing anything for la- in the last uh, year for Sideshow and stuff like that. So, you've been. Yeah, unfortunately, I'd like to get back in the fold and do something. I mean, it, it's mostly me. Uh, they, 
they've certainly <laughs> had the door open. I just need to get my my ducks lined up here. I've got so much going on. It gets it gets <laughs> tough, and I hate to get to a point where I'm doing a little too much. That happened earlier this year, and I was just totally overwhelmed trying to you know do a little too many projects and then keeping clients happy. It's just it gets too tough. I... So I try to try to limit it down to just doing enough that I can get by and do still do good work, which is <laughs> most important to me anyways. How do you prioritize business or pleasure? Because I'm 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 really difficult personally. I'm sure you guys are uh, as well. Sometimes yeah. there are projects you really want to do, and there's some exactly. projects you must do. I mean, so I mean, how do you uh, how do you balance those two things? Yeah, I mean, lately I've just been sticking to what I really want to do. I'm trying not to like a, a, the times when I was least happy years ago is when I was just taking on work to take on work. You know, it would be stuff I really wasn't familiar with. So these days I'm just sticking to what I like, and you know, the business side seems to work out fine when I do that. So. You know, it, it, it seems to work. I don't know. <laughs> so what's, what's making you happiest right now then? On, on terms of like, so you're... I love the Tweeterhead stuff. Yeah, all that kind of retro stuff I'm really enjoying. And and then the the thing I'm collaborating on with my brother with the Breaking Bad line of stuff, that's really where my uh, my interest is at the moment. It's just a lot of fun to, to work with my brother on stuff and, and Breaking so Bad, I... which I've loved for, for so Can long. Can I ask Trevor, with the... With you know the stuff you're going to be working with uh, with your brother is is that mostly you know uh, licensed stuff or are you going to be doing any original stuff? You know well? we're talking about doing both. Um, if if the Breaking Bad stuff uh, is a success and we have resources yeah. to do so, yeah, we'd like to do some of our own kind of things too. Just see what yeah. we can can do. <laughs> Would you continue in that kind of a, kind of animated style on the Breaking Bad, or do you have a kind of other kind of ideas that you can have cooking away in the back? Yeah, I mean, I hope kind of both uh, to continue the line of stylized stuff but also to maybe explore some other areas yeah we don't know we're just keeping ourselves open so, so hopefully the creativity will always be fun which is always what's most important to me anyways yeah anything you're particularly keen on that you'd like to kind of get your hands on that you could possibly that you might be well might be another chance there that you could possibly share oh that's a good question yeah i'm not too sure yet we've talked about a few things but i'll probably Keep quiet on them yeah, just now. Okay, cool. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, but stuff that, um... <laughs> yeah, I don't want to like yeah, just uh, say something and then it never happens because of it or something. <laughs> Hopefully, the Breaking Bad stuff will take off. We'll see. We got to see if we can uh, make that reality. It's looking good right now. Like the licensing uh, discussions are going on, so we'll see. <laughs> Incidentally, I should say another thing as well. You can get the Breaking Bad figures from Sven over in space.de as well. So he's got the whole Breaking Bad figures. All right. Well, I mean, if guys, do you have any, any questions for Trevor and, and anything else there? Because if, if, if you don't, you can head on with some reviews and thing and just do some general chit-chatting. No, no. I mean, I think I think that was you know you kind of covered all the bases. I mean, I'm, I'm very interested to hear you know that you're starting up your own uh, your own line of uh, of stuff. I mean, I think that's always really exciting to hear when kind of new people are coming into the the marketplace and kind of you know doing some uh, both licensed and original stuff. So yeah, I'll be really interested to see where you go with that. Cool. Yeah, Thank it you. should be great. And and you know, Breaking Bad's an excellent license, and now we got uh, Better Call Saul coming here in the, yeah. in the winter. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. That Saul figure is going to go. You've all seen the Saul figure, haven't you? Again, yeah. people, look at your devices. I didn't put no. these things for nothing. It takes me ages to put those things on. So look. <laughs> yeah, the, and they're so smooth as well. How the hell? How would you get them? So is that just is the oh, wax? Yeah, that's all just wax. Yeah, I'm still working on refining stuff as we continue forward. But yeah, just wax, and you can uh, sand wax with. Um, they call them sanding sponges. They're just these little thin sponge kind of pads with uh, coating on top. 
you can just sand stuff with those. <laughs> now, as, as an artist, like you know, when it comes to doing stylized stuff, I mean, with a, we'll say with a, a Julie Newarm head sculpt, uh-huh. and then your um, uh, what's what's the dude with the, the what's the that's the chicken guy, the bucket man, the guy with the bucket, the chicken bucket. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gus Fring. Gus, Gus. Say, say it like with Gus, right? If, if you, uh-huh. which, when you're going in there with your initial piece of clay, you know, uh-huh. like, uh, you, you see animators. I mean, a- animators will, will like, will say for a, a cartoon kid or whatever like that, they'll draw big circles and a big sphere, a big oblong and a oh, big yeah. thing. Uh-huh. That, for cartoons, but for maybe for more realistic drawings, they'll do a full proportion wireframe, and then they'll slap on the muscles and stuff onto that. Is yep. is your approach for the stylized stuff more different than the the, the more realistic stuff when you're slapping that initial bit of meat on? Right. The... Uh, you know, essentially, it's all the same. I, I start with little blobs of wax. <laughs> the wax I have, I can um, I heat it up with a torch, and it becomes kind of molten. Yeah. And I scoop it up, and I start forming little shapes. And as it cools, you know, it holds together. So I mean. Yeah, when you're doing with something that's stylized, the the forms maybe remain more simple than when you're doing something realistic. But it all just looks like this gory, waxy mess at first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we know now why Trevor likes to still work with hot wax. <coughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he was watching that body of evidence once too often, weren't you there, Trevor? <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, right. Okay. Well, if, if, if the rest of the guys said, I mean, was there any, anything you wanted to plug? Trevor? Oh, no, not at all. No, I'm happy to get to talk to you guys and look forward to, to hearing your reviews next. Europe listeners, look no further than space. Space, search for popular action figures and collectibles ends. The best service possible and steady accessibility by email and telephone is one of the top priorities at space. They carry a wide range of collectibles, not only from major brands like Sideshow, Hot Toys, Enterbay, NECA and McFarlane, but they also specialize in the exotic and small new manufacturers. A very important department to them is their 1-6 scale section, which is currently getting bigger and bigger, offering lots of clothes, bodies, head sculpts and accessories. Hot Toys is of course one of their specialities, so you can pre-order all newly announced figures from their web store. They often have Hot Toys figures in stock earlier than any other dealers. They are also the best source in Europe for convention exclusives. Space loves what they do, so you can depend on them for secure packaging, ensuring your items reaches you in mint condition. In-stock items get processed normally the same day. Pre-ordering customers will be notified in advance once an item arrives in stock and before it gets shipped. Space is located in Germany and offers clearly arranged shipping flat rates to all European countries. On most destinations, you can even get free shipping. For EU customers, this of course means that you will not be surprised by any customs visa or import taxes. Space is serving us collectors with the finest items for over 15 years. If you're located anywhere in Europe, do go to space. www.space-figures.com By all means, jump in now. And if you've any, I mean, do you collect hot toys? Uh, only a few. I don't get all of them, just mostly because of cost. But I love them. Yeah, they're terrific. So what was the last hot toy you got, for instance? I think it was the Avengers stuff. The uh, I think whatever the last Avenger was. We, uh, my brother and I, went in together and got a, a yeah. set of those. <clears throat> Ooh, cool! Did you get the Hulk? Yeah, we ended up getting the Hulk, which was like crazy. But <laughs> splitting it between us, we <laughs> we could afford that kind of thing. <laughs> but man, talk about great looking figure on a shelf! Jeez. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as a sculptor, would you be? Are you quite set up? Would, would oh, be anything yeah. That... <laughs> yeah, I'm really impressed with the way Hot Toys does sculpting. I'm 
and uh, very curious to how they they get some of the results. It's it's terrific. <laughs> well, as I've said many times, I think there has something to do with the contract with a certain uh, red character with a ponytail <laughs> that involves <laughs> how they get so. that. Something like that. I mean, it's got to be some sorcery involved, right? <laughs> Here's my really clever segue into, into this actually into the, into this particular first review figure. Um, it's like, with, with, it does appear to be that once Hot Toys does something, a couple of you you will see you might see one or the other toy companies kind of looking at what they do and and and, and ah, that's maybe how it's done or, or uh, that's uh-huh. how it's figured. Which brings us swimmingly into the I don't know should we should I even name this figure, Jeff? Do I even oh, name I, I Are know, we allowed I, to actually name I know where him? you're going. I know where you're going. No, I, th- I think we kind of probably have to call, it, call him the Heavy Armoured Cop. Okay, we'll call him the Heavy Armoured Cop. If anybody knows who, who we're referring to, I mean, it was a certain futuristic dystopian uh, place, future, called, uh, I, I don't even know if I could call it Mega City One, could I? I don't you know. Where there's a particular well, I wouldn't law want to en- judge you, Jeff. No, exactly. <laughs> where there's a law enforcement agent who was played by a guy called, might, might have been Carl Urban, was it? Um, Urban but Carl. anyway. Urban Carl. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't dreadful, that's for sure. No, it was a, it was a good movie. It was a, it was a very, it wasn't dreadful. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I know that there's been a lot of, um, how you mentioned this, a lot of controversy around. I know certain uh, online forums have been told to shut down any discussion about it if it's referred to by name. So, um, so yeah, we I think we'd have to skirt skirt around it quite carefully. All right, okay. Do you know what we're talking about, Trevor? I do indeed. Ah, yeah, okay. yeah. Have you, yeah. You've seen this particular figure in mind, have you yourself? Have I did. I didn't flesh? actually know there was any controversy about it, but I've seen the figure. It's, yeah. Well, it's it's a figure that comes in a in a black box with a very uh, a very simple graphic on there. Uh, the toy company, which is called. Uh, uh, what are they called? Like art figures. Art figures, yeah. And uh, and it's from artfigures.com uh, and uh, it's called Heavy Armored Cop, and and that's it. That's all it's on the box. Literally, and art, 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 art figures have got quite a history of turning out, you know, some pretty good quality figures. Always, uh, I mean, let's not forget that in the early days of Hot Toys, you know, they were putting out unlicensed figures um, that were, that were kind of like, you know, they, they, it was their there was their inroad really, and then they kind of became legit and started doing a lot of military stuff, and then they picked up licenses. Um, but so far, I mean, art figures have done some some pretty good. They've, they've even done they've done quite a convincing figure of um, oh god, I can't remember the guy's name now. He's a, a martial artist, very thick set, head like a like a like a bowling ball. Um, but anyway, they, they they I saw a figure of him which was absolutely incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the Punisher figures they've done and everything, you know, they've they've, they've always skirted around the licensing issue, but they they've delivered some very very convincing figures and. Uh, Obviously, this is the latest one of the line, and um, I'm, I am hugely impressed by it. So go on then, Jeff. Check us away. Mike, do you have this for starters before we go? No, I sadly do not. Uh, yeah, it's, do you want well, to get it? One? Yeah, it looks great uh, from what yeah. I've seen online. When I, when I first saw it, you know, the, the images, I, I thought, right, you know, I'll, I'll order it from an, an online uh, guy in the UK. I thought I might get it from Wayman or something like that. And yeah. Originally, they were all going to be stocking it, but then obviously these, these, all these legal ramifications came up. Uh, and it just seemed like nobody was going to be able to stock it but people in Asia. So I thought, well, I'm just going to risk it and hang out around until it comes out. And literally the moment it came out and I saw the pictures, I was straight on eBay and, and getting one of these. And it was kind of with me within the week. And I, I am just knocked out by it. I mean, it, you know, the quality is is pretty much up there with Hot Toys. 
Um, the, the, the costuming is pretty amazing. Uh, I mean, they've got one of the things they have given it is real gloves with bendy hands underneath. Yeah, I love that. People, people aren't liking that. What the hell's that? Yeah, I mean, I, I have to admit, I, I, there's part of me would have quite liked a selection of kind of hands as well, you know, rigid hands, because so, they just ca- sort of carry the deep, the deep kind of crisp detail just a little bit better. But that said, you know, I'm liking it, and, and they, they pose, they pose pretty well. Um, but you know, even though this isn't a licensed figure, there's a pretty good likeness of, uh, of, of the actor under there because the helmet does come off completely. Although, let's face it, no one in their right mind is ever going to do anything but just leave it squarely on. Um, and the helmet is a good fit. I mean, there's, again, there's a lot of um, there was a lot of talk about this because if, if you watch the movie, it does kind of shift up and down quite a bit during the it course. It does. Of, it does. It. I think it's because the, the actor said it's constantly hitting off the back of his jacket and it's just tilting the helmet up and down. Exactly. Yeah. He's got so this I mean, big shoulder, this, this kind of a collar that goes around the top of his neck. Yeah. I mean, from when you look at the kind of the, the, the 2000 AD kind of comic universe that this comes from, then you know you definitely want the helmet sitting lower because uh, you always think of Dread kind of looking through those angled uh, kind of uh, eyelets and, and, and the, the sort of like the cross just being above the nose. But so this does sit a little high if that's you know if you like the the comic book representation. But um, but certainly for the movie, I think this is this is pretty good. But the detailing on on the armor, you know, the uh, the, the the badge with his uh, his name on it. Uh, and uh, and yeah, all the little details on on his utility belt, all the little opening pouches and uh, and grenades, etc. Yeah, I mean, as I say, I mean the fact that they've even um, made the boots as as a kind of a, a, a fabric, a pleather item with working little straps, and uh, so that means you've lost, you lose absolutely no articulation. At the ankle, the whole thing poses yep. really well. Um, so yeah, all in all, I'm, I was actually knocked out by it. Just kind of a shame now that they're not going to be giving us a lawgiver for him to sit on. Yeah, well, yeah, or, yeah, a lawmaster rather. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, the Lord gives us the guns. Or, 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 or his uh, his lovely blonde uh, 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 rookie. Yeah. Just, just call her the rookie. Put it out there, art figure. <laughs> just, just put out a figure called the rookie. No one's gonna know. <laughs> no one's gonna know. Yeah, I was I was stood on the case with this because that's that was actually one of my favorite films of uh, of that year. I absolutely was bowled over by it. Then again, I'm always, I was always one of those that actually did like the, the Stallone movie as well. Even had it was a guilty pleasure. It wasn't like the comic book, but as a stand as a standalone movie, I loved it. I absolutely thought it was an eye candy central that movie. But um, I digress. Uh, this 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 I love that movie. I absolutely loved the feeling of it. To me, it was like it, it had that kind of RoboCop feel, dystopian. I I just thought it was so well executed. It was gritty, dirty, urban, yeah. mm. and. So I was like, oh man, I'd love a figure of this. You know, you, you're watching certain things. I'm sure you're. I'm, I'm sure. You, I'm sure Trevor's the same as well. He'd be like, you're watching something that's like, I really want like a really decent set of Star Trek, for instance. You know, you're 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 watching the you're watching these TV shows, and you you want to figure, and you know it's not going to come out. And, and next thing, oh, this, yeah. com- this, this company just comes out with with, with with something like like this. Yeah. And. and- uh, don't you think that when it comes to picking up licenses, obviously it's a it's a big gamble for companies. You know, even companies like Hot Toys, they get it they get it wrong on things like the Spirit and you know, uh, Sucker Punch didn't do Lone that Ranger. well. Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. There's always going to be the odd one that you know kind of comes along and, and just doesn't do the business. But I, I mean, call me stupid, but I think Dread you're on safe territory in as much as it might not do the business at the cinema that people are expecting because he's a slightly more kind of niche character may I say yeah. <laughs> but he's a he's, well, he's, he's a niche he's, character yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to get that in um, so he's he's a character that is always going to appeal to the fanboys the kind of guys that collect figures are going to want dread so it's kind of like yeah the film might not do as well but I I, it, it, I know it's a gamble but I, I would have thought it was quite a safe bet for a, for even one of the bigger boys just to, to take a little punt on you know even if they just do the one figure 
Well, we heard that there was the whole big fuss was over with that there's supposed to be going to be an official one, and it's like we haven't seen that yet. And it's like, uh, look, I, I completely understand the whole the whole world of you know that theft, and I'm an artist, and I've had, I've had my art stolen all the flipping times, you know, and that 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 just goes. I mean, I'm sure Trevor has had his head sculpts like pilfered, like molded and flopped oh, yeah. out somewhere else or something else. You know, has that ever happened? <laughs> Yeah, my knockoff scopes get knocked off. It's crazy. <laughs> a lot of the fire. Uh, well, actually, no. It was the uh, actually the Breaking Bad, and I did a Dexter, and they're like oh, those yeah, kind of art was, figures. Oh, so, that's right. Your, was that your Dexter one floating around then? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, and uh-huh. that. Uh, I mean, that uh, on its own was a bootleg. So you know, <laughs> it's all just. Uh, yeah. When it's something yeah. like that, anyways, you just come to expect somebody to do, steal do, it and do, try do to make up something off of it. Do I think, don't you think, though, it's always down yeah. to like how people rip you off? It's kind of like, uh, you know, if a couple of guys who are collectors get together and say, oh, would you mind if I took a cast of that, you know, just, just for myself? And it's, it's uh-huh. still artistic theft, but it's, it's a one off. But it's when you see these guys sitting like 40 of them on eBay that yeah. you just think, you know, exactly. these guys are really ripping, the, ripping a new one out of this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with 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 this thing, and it's, look, I just want a decent representation of my favorite film characters. I genuinely, I'm one of those people now that I get yeah. the movie out and I check out my figure and I'm watching the movie and the figures there alongside me. I love, I love that film. I think it's really cool. And this yeah. was, this was what I was delighted when this came out, and I was like, is it, is it even going to get made? I don't even know it's get made. And sure enough, and I was straight on the case. As soon as the day of the day we first saw pictures and it first went up on on uh, your uh, your online uh, bidding place. Um, uh, I was straight on the case. I, I got my 85 quid mine cost me. So I was... The, that's another thing with this. The price. Yeah. The price of this thing was absolutely, ridiculously cheap. It was, as I said, yeah. 85 quid shipped this figure was. And as Jeff said, this is pretty much up there with Hot Toys. Maybe they're a bit holding back in terms of paint application... Though there might be artistic reasons for that, because like his shoulder pads, which are in the movie are very gold, his shoulder pads are quite a dark. They're not really gold, so I've I've had to take in a customizing with the, uh, that one myself. Yeah, and it looks it looks it looks even better now. But um, and and it's just I was I was staggered with the quality. He's super poseable. He can do anything. He's I was blown. Away. I was eighty five quid. I was. So why can't we get all yeah, the figures for yeah. 85 quid? I, I, think, I think, I'd say I left mine until the very last moment. Literally, it had come out like a couple of days before. Um, I think there was a, there's a guy in, in the UK, I think, who, who does reviews, and he got, he, he'd done a lot of art figures in the past, and they'd sent him a preview figure like a week early. Uh, and as soon as I saw that, I just thought, I've got to have one. So straight online, ordered one up, and obviously the prices have been going up and up since it was released. But even then, I think, I, I think you know, even including the postage from, from Hong Kong, I think it was still only like 130 quid or something. But that's including the, including the postage. So, yeah, it's, a, it's a quite a bargain of a figure. There, there is a moral question mark. I mean, what do you think, Mike? Is, do you think there's a kind of a moral question mark? Because there was a few people on, on the, the, the comic that's related to this website saying, oh, you're immoral people buying these figures, and da 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 And I'm just like, well, by that logic, don't bother buying, you know, don't bother going signing up to Spotify, or just, you know, don't download a movie ever. You know, or, or your TV uh, Yeah, there's a bit of a moral question. I mean, I just recently reviewed the one of the, um, uh, from The Dark Knight, you know, the um, uh, Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The executive yeah. or whatever. The executive. Oh, the CEO. Yeah, there's another example. The which they originally called the black CEO and decided that was a probably not such a smart way to, to market it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yes, he was – he was, uh, and, you know, uh, the, the reality is 
Uh, and with a figure like that, I would be more annoyed if I was the person being ripped off, i.e. Morgan Freeman, than I would be the artist. Because, you know, at some point, it, there's, there is, um, uh, if you think about it, this figure is really, other than, you know, it's the person who's being ripped off from an artistic perspective, is the person who created the character for the movie, right, really. Yeah. Um, at, from an artistic perspective. You can get into all the legalese of, you know, who owns that, but it's really from an artistic perspective, that person, which is fairly, you know, is a little different than um, the fact that, that Urbane is, is, you know, might have a complaint if his likeness is being used in such a way that, and he's not getting anything for it. Or like a Morgan Freeman, who's it's it's just a dude in a suit. So you know it's kind of hard for Warner Brothers to complain too much. But if you're Morgan Freeman, I could see you going, "Hey, you know that's me. <laughs> yeah. That you're that you're making money off of there. You can't put my face on a T-shirt. You it's, certainly can't make yeah. a figure of me." But the reality is, if they don't fulfill the market, people will find a way to have these. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. It's it's it, again with people's likenesses. It's it's such a gray area as well because. As I've said to you in the past, the company I work for, uh, uh, we're, we're kind of part of our company is the Madame Tussauds brand, and and obviously whenever we possibly can, you know, they they I know they as a company like to to work with uh, with with celebrities and making sure that everybody's happy with the likeness. But at the end of the day, um, people kind of don't own their faces. It's a it's a really bizarre thing, you know. If you were to use their face for advertising something, then fair enough. But just to represent their face on something is a, it's a really strange gray area. Uh, I know actors are are increasing trying to, uh, to to find ways of, of improving their ownership of their own likeness obviously because you know with the digital future of you know the potential of you know dead actors coming back to life in films or right. even the use of actors in, in video games where they, they haven't given the, the okay for their for their likeness to be used it's it, yeah it's something that really needs to be kind of I think kind of cleared up but. well and the difference too in a lot of ways with like you know like you mentioned Spotify or you know downloading a, a pirated movie or whatever is there yeah. isn't an alternative to buy this figure. No. There isn't another. There isn't. Yes, you know, it's not like they took in, right? It's the, it, this is the only one that's out there. If yeah. they would like to make money, then they should make the figure. Um, so, so there is that. I mean, yeah, well, people I mean, will always fill it. I mean, I think that's the same with any cult figure. You know, we we've seen it in the past with you know characters from Blade Runner and, and things like that. And I think if there is you know there's a want, there's a need in the market, then there will be somebody who will by hook or by crook try and fill that need and, and make some money while doing it. Um, but as you say, if, if if the big boys consider it too big a, a gamble, too big a risk, then they're going to steer clear of these licenses, and it leaves it for like you know the smaller guys to think, right? Okay, we can we can make out like bandits here. Thank God for capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Trevor. Le- leak out a Roy Batty. There you go. Oh man, that's a good idea right there. <laughs> <laughs> we won't call him that though. We'll call no, him we won't call. Else. We'll just call him Mister <laughs> Mister Bad. Mr. Yeah, Bad. that's or perfect. The Baddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go, but I mean, I was, I was, I was loving this figure. Uh, it's, it is now one of my favorite figures. Um, for for those who don't know, what we're talking about the figures is they're they're like um they're gloved figures, but they're they're bendy, you know, kind of like your um your evil Knievel, but just way better. And yeah. And and I absolutely love it because I I mean I actually think he can really grip the gun well. You 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 can press those fingers really. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And if you want to get a good fist, you can actually if you you can bend them really in and they'll they'll get a good fist, you know. And he's I I I just thought that it was tidy. 
I didn't have to yeah. interchange the hands. I don't like interchanging hands. I'm always afraid of breaking the pegs. Yeah, I mean, I have heard tell of people swapping that out for some of the Batman ones from Hot Toys, and you know, the, the, the kind of well. the, the gloves are, are close enough if, they, if that bothers you that much. But uh, as I've always said, I am the kind of guy that even though I know that it does look better when you kind of highlight the gold on the shoulders, I always keep all my figures box fresh. I always just like to keep them kind of as they arrived. Um, and it's just one of those things where you know, who knows what these things will be worth in the future. I don't particularly collect them to sell on in the future. It's more just as a little kind of it's a bit of pop culture. It's kind of like this was the figure that was produced at this time, and this was how good it could be so I, I don't personally like playing around them but I totally respect the people that do just kind of uh, knock these oh, things I out c- I couldn't resist I couldn't resist going to World I went down to Games Workshop yeah. for those out there who have this particular uh, heavy armoured cup go to Games Workshop and you need to get a pale gold and a very orange gold and you mixed up those two because if you go too orange it's, it's too orangey and it wasn't very yeah. orange it's, you want that nice dirty gold feel to it you mix up those two get a bit of dry brush and oh it's sweet and it's easy yeah. and I love my I love my drift radius it's strange. It's, it's the cheapest hot toy or six-inch or one-six figure that I have. It's probably one of my favorites. I absolutely love it. So yeah, I have so to admit, he's he's on my bookshelf and he's not going anywhere at the moment. Good stuff. And hopefully <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll get him at some stage, won't you, Mike? Yeah, probably. I mean, they got that. Uh, have, you, have you all seen the Oblivion? Inverted commas, Oblivion. Uh, I forget how they've got her on the name of the character, but it's it's it's, it's Tom. It's a Tom Cruise yeah. likeness of a character from Oblivion. Have you seen that? Trevor, have you seen that one? Yeah. No, I haven't that's seen a, that. That's yeah, another seen, one of these. Yeah, now. yeah I've that's seen a couple good. of them popping around online. They look they look pretty good again. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not that I condone any of this kind of stuff, <laughs> but you know, it's like. I think the one six. I, I it's it's quite great. I think the whole one six thing because it's, it's like all right. We got now got one official scale, and everything is kind of chucked at it now. And it's like when you were growing up, you know, you could get your He-Man figures were different scales, your Rambo figures were different scales, your your Thundercats figures, and you couldn't really kind of you know swap over bits and bobs that readily. But all this stuff now, not that it's the same thing, but you, you kind of get my meaning. Yeah, I, I think quarter scale really has found a, a niche, isn't it? I have to use the word again. Found found a place in the market. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it, it and it really is kind of cool that you know that that kind of bigger canvas just gives you that bit more detail on the face and the and the paint apps on the eyes and the detailing on the accessories. Um, and, not, and I've said it before, and I, I do love the quarter scale figures, but you know, at the end of the day, my heart is always going to be in the one six collecting because it's kind of, you know, I think I got the bug with my original Action Man or you know GI Joes as they were known in the over in the U, in the US, and it's kind of like that scale and and just getting all the different outfits and all the different weapons. It's just something that kind of got under my skin, and then the fact that when you're when you're an adult in inverted commas and uh, and you kind of like see all these collectibles, it's, it's it's just a very kind of familiar scale, and it all just kind of seems to feel right. And yep. Absolutely. It just fits across the board. What figures did you collect when you were a kid, Trevor? Oh my gosh. Uh, I guess it started with. Uh, well, I'm a little younger, so it was like the 95 Star Wars stuff, the action oh, okay. figures, Kinner. Back before the Kinner uh, turned into Hasbro kind of yeah. stuff. But the Monkey Luke. The, star. the what? The Monkey Luke. Yes, the Monkey Luke. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Monkey yeah. Face Leah. <laughs> yeah, that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they all yeah. roided up those Star Wars figures for some reason, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. You realize, of course, that this whole conversation that we're having about, you know, $300 action figures, this is exactly what that Florida mom is trying to save her children from. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she's probably, she's onto something. She should be quiet and quickly. Don't let her out. <laughs> Was there any other figures you collected, Trevor? Just before we move on to the next one. Hold oh, my gosh. There, there definitely were, but it's all slipping my mind now. I mean, I love all kinds of toys, so... Uh, you remember uh, Bucky O'Hare? You remember oh, that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had those. Blink, I Blinky, those. his companion. Yes, yeah, yeah, Blinky. 
Very underrated oh, cartoon, that. Very underrated cartoon. Mm. Yeah. Lovely animation, yeah, but... too, I remember. Lovely animation. Okay, right then. Well, the next figure we got, uh, what are you guys thinking? I think maybe the, the Terminator or Mike? As you weren't mm. in the whole Jed conversation, why don't you pick out of the next one? Which, which, which one would you like to cover next? Oh, you let's talk to... about Harry Potter from Star Ace, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, no, I don't have that, but you rock on. I, I don't, I don't, but it looks very cute. Oh, it is very good. Well, it's. It, it, I got an early one, so it's supposed to start shipping, I think, in the very beginning of the year, very end of the year, right around there. Um, it is. It is great. I mean, it's nice to see a new company like that, you know, come out. Um, yeah. it, it, the quality of the costume is exceptional. There's a couple of minor things. I reviewed it a couple of weeks ago. There's a couple of minor things that they needed to to clean up a bit on the costume, but overall, the tailoring and the quality, the stitching, it was just it was beautiful work. The head sculpt is is really well done. Now it's it's interesting because you're not dealing with some craggy old person, right? You're not dealing with somebody with a lot of personality in their face. Uh, it's a 12 year old kid, so you, you have to go with that really super smooth skin. Cut. That starts well. It starts to get you towards you. You know, it, you could get into toyish land because it is so smooth and clean. But they've done a really good job of, of putting detail where they could, like in the lips and the hair and the eyebrows. Um, it's clearly hairy. They did a great job with the glasses. It's um, properly scaled. Uh, it, it comes with a ton of stuff. You know, he's got his his uh, uh, both the uh, Nimbus 2000 and he's got. Um, um, a, a really cool display stand that allows it to be, you know, to do some flying positions with him on it, um, as well as he's, who what? What's a Nimbus two thousand? <laughs> you're, you're already showing that you have no. Even I, with my limited knowledge, know that that's the name of his uh, his broom. His broom, his, broom, his broom is called Quidditch. a Nimbus. Oh. Oh, yes, I, I know the Quidditches. I know the Quidditches. Oh, well. oh, okay. Well, he's he's got, and he's got, he's got. Um, his owl, he's got uh, uh, the Philosopher's Stone. You know, they did a really nice job of giving him plenty of accessories. Um, he's a reasonable price. I think he was 180 Oh, wow. Something so, like that. So he's a re- you know, he's reasonably priced. They've already got Ron that they've announced, and they're uh, doing uh, – they've already got the photos out. Uh, they've also had photos out of Sirius Black. And uh, I, so. I think I read some online that they – are they planning uh, – I'm hoping. Dumbledore as well. Dumbledore uh, you know, and, dudes uh, with white hair and beards. Yeah, yeah and he, <laughs> and he who can't be named as well. And I, I, I mean, I kind of hope they do Hermione as well, just to oh, round yeah. out the three yeah, kids. Actually, Hermione. I think on their website they had Ron, Hermione, and Harry right away, right. Uh, and Sirius, Voldemort, and uh, and Dumbledore as the three first adults yeah. Yeah. listed. So yeah, the, and the Ron is close to you know being done as well. So. Um, and I, I got to give a shout out to a guy named uh, Darth Trafford on the on the sideshow boards. He oh, mentioned no. that the Noble Collections uh, Mirror of uh, Ezred yeah. uh, that they make is actually really nicely in scale for this Harry and for oh, any right. six scale line. So I had to pick that up last week. Um, <laughs> I review it next week with the Harry as well to show how well it fits in. But it's always nice to get a good display piece like that with it. Yeah. Harry Potter. But yeah, Harry. Harry is it's great work. I'm really impressed with their first first release. Yeah. Cool. And these are this is a new company then, right? Well, they're related to you know X Plus. They did a lot yeah. of Godzilla and vinyl stuff. Oh right. Japan. Yeah, that's they're related to them. They're like an oh. offshoot. Of- God, another these companies, man, with their one sixth. God, the licensing must be uh, must be a bit of a battlefield sometimes because. 
we were there was a, again on the, on the sideshow of free sports. It was one of the, the dudes was talking about the uh, what may, might happen with the Enter being the RoboCop, mm-hmm. in that maybe sometimes like Hot Toys might be uh, you know you know just just buying up some licenses just so maybe other maybe really heavy competitors might not might might not be uh, getting them kind of a thing. So I mean that's why maybe they started off with the RoboCop license and then you realized they didn't do it, so they ended up doing a RoboCop three license. I don't. That was one theory, and I was like, oh, it was Dan Bre- Brewer. Brower, I can't. I, I'm. I can't pronounce the, the thingy, but I think it was Dan Brohinlo, if he hears this. And, uh, yeah, I just thought that was a pretty interesting conclusion that maybe there's, is there a bidding war, like, kind of thing between uh, certain kind of, kind of companies? Because you would have thought Harry Potter would have been a bit of a no-brainer, but you think about well, the market of Harry that. Potter. Yeah, you say that. It's, it, I mean, it's like, you know, you'd have thought that Lord of the Rings was an absolute no-brainer for Sideshow, but, you know, they kind of struggled with some of the characters. And, and I think um, the trouble with Harry Potter was that, you know, if you want to go high-end collectible, it was preliminary, preliminary, <laughs> preliminary kind of kids that were kind of really into it. Um, and they, they just didn't have the spending power to go out and buy these kind of $150, $200 figures. Um, or, you know, back when it came out, I suppose more like $100, but still very expensive. So I think Harry Potter, they, they released some um, some kind of one-six scale figures, much more toy-like, kind of Hasbro quality. I can't remember the name of the license, or I bought, I bought like the first few that came out. And they were, they were pretty good, but they were just toys. Um, but even they didn't sell well, and they were aimed squarely at kids. So um, I think it's, it, it was quite a tricky license to, uh, to kind of market. And I think that's why people kind of saw that and, and felt a little bit kind of wary of it. Cool, all right, okay. All right, well, there, that's Harry Potter. Yep. I don't really uh, have much to say about, about Harry Potter. Not much to say at all. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, we got uh, the Terminator or Black Widow. I think we could squeeze in one more. What do you think, guys, one more before the show ends? Oh, sure, I, d- I don't actually have either of those yet, so... Uh, oh, right, right, okay. Uh, uh, Mike, do you have the Terminator or Black Widow? Um, I have Black Widow, but I haven't opened her. <gasps> well... We could talk about Winter Soldier. You got Winter Soldier, Jeff? No, no I, I still don't have that. No, no, I'm, oh, I'm a bit light on the... We're all over the place here. Yeah, Trevor, yeah. Do, you, do you have Winter Soldier? I don't. Have you seen the Winter Soldier? I have. It looks awesome. Yeah, that's a nice, that's a, that's, that's a nice figure. All right, well, I mean, I, none of us have the Winter Soldier, but go ahead, Jeff. Uh, t- t- Mike, take it away, rather. Oh, well, Winter Soldier, like Trevor said, is a fantastic figure. It's, I'm big on these kind of figures because, you know, it's nice that we get 12 different versions of Captain America, but mm. at some point he's got to have somebody to stand up to him. So, you know, you got to have... It, it, Red Skull is nice on the shelf, but now that we can get another pseudo-villain... Yeah, uh, and Bucky. what a villain he was, my goodness. Yeah, yeah was much better. Coolest. And, and was you know, cool. I've been complaining since the get-go, since probably... I think I re- I've always been upset about Hot Toys prices. I'm not a fan of how much this stuff costs. But it was really about the time Red Skull hit that it started to get ridiculous when you're starting yeah. to push $200 and you're not really getting a whole lot of stuff that I that really was getting to me. And now we're up to 220 and 240 it, The prices are killer. But when you get a figure like Winter Soldier and you get two head sculpts, you get you know six different guns, you got three or four knives... Yeah, you got a fairly complex costume. At least now that pain starts to, you know, starts to dissipate a little bit. You're actually getting a lot for your money. Yeah. Um, and he's he's a character that, while I'm sure we'll, we're going to see Bucky again in the, in the future movies, it's probably not going to be this exact same costume. So, no, um, no. He, he's a figure that that you're you're not just going to replace him with a DX in six months. Cool. I didn't. Know, I wasn't aware you actually get two head sculpts with him. So you get the mask yeah, you get the, the you get the mast head sculpt uh, yeah. with the removable removable goggles. All right, so cool. that you can with goggles or without goggles as long as he's got the mask on and then you have the unmasked head sculpt as well. Yeah. Um, can you fit the goggles in that one? 
No, no, they're designed for the mast head sculpt because the hair comes up. There's actually the regular head sculpt, the hair is part of it, but on the, the mast head sculpt, the hair is held in place with a magnet so you can pop them off and fit the magnet behind so the hair comes around the, the goggles. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, it looks it really looks nice. The the he doesn't have his Gerber knife. I, in my review, that was the one thing I I complained about. You know, he did that really cool knife fight with yeah. Captain America where he flipped the knife mm. up in the air and grabbed it and and that that knife he doesn't have. He has a he has three others. Uh, but you know, it's a minor minor great figure. Highly recommended. Cool head sculpts. Uh, he doesn't come with the sniper's rifle from the poster. Um, you can pick one of those up on eBay if you're really determined. But he does come with uh, like an M1, and he comes with a the, the cool, weird uh, launcher, the grenade launcher that he he takes out the, with the silver disc launched the grenades oh, that he shoots yeah, yeah, out of yeah. the car and takes out um, Nick Fury's uh, SUV with. Uh, he comes with one of those. Um, so yeah, really, really well outfitted, really well done. And how much was he again compared to say Captain 240. America? He's 240, right in there. That seems to me to be that 220 to 240 is like the new norm. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new norm. But oil price was becoming down. So, you know, well, maybe labor costs are going up. Well, Santa Claus is going to be here next month too, Eamon. So. Uh, well, there is that. There is, <laughs> there that, is that. that. There's always that. There's always that. Well, what I actually really like about the Winter Soldier is I love his silver arm. I mean, what's what's actually like in the figure? I guess that's in the bit. Well, it, it is plastic. I mean, it's and but it's also articulated. It's It's one of the shoulder joints that kind of pops out. Oh, right. Uh, and shifts down, so it helps with the rifle poses. Cool. Yeah. Um, Some, something it, I've uh, seen somebody do as well is give the, um, the sculpted hair like a bit of a, a hot water treatment and kind of move it up. And it, you can kind of pose it so that it looks like it's kind of catching the wind. Um, I've seen a couple of people do do that on, on Facebook and like on, on the forums. And it, it's quite cool. I mean, it's not something I'll be doing. I'll just be leaving it no natural. But I thought it was quite nice that you can kind of, the hair looks quite adaptable because it's that kind of soft vinyl. It is uh, soft, stuff that yeah. Dip, dip it in hot water, and you can kind of you can kind of repose it a bit. All right, cool. Well, that's Winter Soldier. Trevor, was there any any new hot toys here? Kind of maybe. What, what would be your next purchase? Or cool boy. If you um, if you were to have a next purchase, what would it be? God, that's a good question. Because I'm I'm not sure about the the Guardians of the Galaxies because yeah. like, God, you need all of them. Yeah, thing. I kind of feel the same there. Yeah. It's going to be very difficult to pass up on Groot, though, and, and, and Rocket. Well, that's the thing. I think yeah, maybe I think if you could... Yeah, I think those would probably be mine. Those two yeah. as well. I think if you were very to get cool. two figures from that, I think if you want a representation of Guardians of the Galaxy, I think Rocket and Groot is probably all you kind of need. Yeah. Maybe. Their Star-Lord is... I really like the, the new head sculpt they did, the, the Chris yeah, Pratt head. I thought that looked great. That is amazing. Yeah. It's a bit more smirky in the second head. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. It's got a bit more personality. I, I like when they do it. I mean, I know the the Tony Stark, head, the, the Robert Downey Jr.'s head sculpt seems to fluctuate quite a bit in terms in terms of how how good it is and and things. But I I do like when they put a bit of personality into figures. It's like you know, the Zod with his teeth. I love, yeah, I love yeah. Zod with his teeth. I mean, that's that's just that's just cool. And and, uh, yeah, back in the days when we got the the three hundred Leonidas and you got the two heads, you know, yeah. kind of a. Uh, Kind of the the battle driven guy and just the uh, at rest was nice. Yeah. Exactly. How do we feel about the uh, bundling? We've got the new bundle of uh, uh, from from Dark Knight uh, Rises. Oh yeah. Yes. Matt Signal and Gordon. Uh, are we happy with bundling? Are we? Are we? Because I know that a lot of people online are upset that you know they only want one of the figures or they only want the Bat Signal. You know. Yeah. No, am I right in thinking that it's basically you have to get Gordon and the Bat Signal or? Uh, or the other guy in the bat signal, or the three pack. Is that right? It's kind of, it doesn't come two ways. There's no, there's no option without the bat signal. I thought it was just one way. 
Just the three, oh, the three items. I thought that was it. I didn't oh, think it was right. No, there is, I think, I, at Sideshow, there was two ways. Oh. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think it was just like Gordon. You could get just Gordon or the three of them. Right, okay. Because inside at San Diego Comic Con, they did have um, Robin with uh, with the bat seal, so we we did know that he was going to come with the bat seal. I guess because yeah. I, I mean I can under to me that's kind of that kind of makes a bit of sense because I think if you're if you're going to go that far and get this figure, that's a really kind of you know quite a, a low down the rank figure like like the Robin figure. Well, yeah. and it wasn't a terrible price, is it? It's like four four fifty or four twenty yeah. or yeah. I mean, considering two figures in the bad signal. Yeah, it's a bit like the Bat Armory set, isn't it? It's kind of like, you know, they, they they do seem to, when you when you go to the expense of buying a bundle, you do seem to get quite good value for money. The amount of stuff that's actually in there, um, you know, is, is, is um, I'm not going to say it's disproportionately a, a good deal, but it's it certainly seems that way, you know, compared against the lone figure. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, with the Cap- they did with the Captain America, which has just been released in the last few days, actually, over in, over in China. The Captain America, at the moment, the... Because they, they they did the same thing like with RoboCop. The, with yeah. RoboCop, they released him in the chair set first, and then like a week or so later, they released the individual figure. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. they're going to do the same with Captain America. I'm going to try. I'm trying to you know get him in time for Christmas kind of thing. Yeah. But they released uh, him along with his CV's outfit kind of thing, and and uh, yeah. So you, you get, but you want to get one shield as well, which kind of yeah. annoyed me on that one. That one. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm okay with uh, sets because I think I think it's you know it's it's a if you if you if you missed out on say the Batman DX for instance, you could now get a, a cool Batman with with Alfred in in the whole yeah. whatever that armory, that thing. And I I that, I mean that's a really nice set. I think it's really nice to have a nice deluxe kind of gift set that has everything. So had Batman not have been released in two other formats already, then this would be a bit of a stinker. But I think on that sense, we get a, a brand new Batman and new face plates, and you get um, the armory along with um, uh, Alfred. I think it's a really nice set, and I mean, I think, I think if if you're the kind of person to get the Gordon figure, you're the kind of person that will probably get the Robin figure, and you know, you may as well get a bat signal with that. And I think it's it's good incentives. It's yeah, yeah they're, they're they're good incentives. It's not a case of like um. The, the two-pack kind of annoys me with Captain America because, you know, with Avengers Captain America, we did get two head sculpts. We got a masked one and a non-masked one, which is great. But with this Captain America, just the stealth one, you just get him and you don't get a, a city's head sculpt. Yeah. And you kind of want them with his, you know, his helmet hairdo kind of fuzzied up and stuff like that. With, with <laughs> figure. That'd be kind of cool to get. But, yeah, I was, I was a bit disappointed there. And you, you, and you only get the city head, obviously, with, with his civilian <coughs> clothing kind of thing. So I was a little bit disappointed mm. on, on that sense. Yeah. But it's a figure I'm very much looking forward to. And, of course... Didn't they release Ichabod Crane as well? The figure that everyone asked for, evidently. But I don't know. I wasn't really asking for Ichabod Crane. <laughs> was anyone asking? Oh, for the it? Johnny Depp fans. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Hot Toys do seem to have had a bit of a love affair with Johnny Depp they do love uh, over the years, even if they weren't allowed to use him on uh, on Ed Scissorhands. Oh, did oh was the Ed Scissorhands so, not a Johnny Depp likeness then? Uh, no, that was kind of like just a generic um, likeness on that one. There was obviously issues with using his likeness. Um, I, I would imagine that when they secured it, they thought they had it in the bag. Um, but after securing the license, it obviously became apparent they didn't. So they thought, well, we've got the license. We've re and d the, uh, the outfit. Let's put it out anyway. Um, but, yeah, sadly, it didn't look anything like Johnny Depp. Oh, well, Bill, I'm sure we'll have another versus our hands figures with him. But that, but that thing can reckon yeah, if, yeah. if they're you know, getting well, I know how much... Uh, I know how much you love C-3PO there, Jeff. Did you order the oh, sideshow? Oh, 
No, I haven't. I've seen the pictures. It looks very, very nice. Um, I have to admit, having the Tamashi one, I'm kind of thinking, do I really... I mean, I'm going to get the R2, um, because there's no sign of Tamashi doing R2 to go with uh, 3PO. Um, but no, the, the, the pictures I've seen of it, it looks very impressive. And obviously, the, the, one of its big saving graces is that being made of plastic is going to be a lot lighter. Mm. Um, so that's cool. So I'm, I've, I've got a funny feeling further down the line it might be a purchase, but for the time being, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of watch this one from the sidelines and see how it comes out when it's uh, when it's in production. Okay. What were you, What were your thoughts on it? Oh, I'm all for it. I don't have yeah. the, the the one uh, you have, so yeah. I definitely want to pick this one up to go with the air two. It's yeah. not diecast, yeah. is it? Like the Tommy Tenner no, one? No, no. It's not diecast. Like which is it. kind of which is good and bad in certain ways. I mean, you know, I. I I literally can't see how people, how someone can uh, improve on this the Tamashi one. Um, but at the same time, I say that every time I get a Hot Toys figure, I think nobody can improve on this painter. Nobody can improve on this sculpting ability. And then, you know, six months later, a year later, you're looking at the latest figure and you're thinking, well, they've knocked it out of the park again. And, and, and the old ones, when you look back, you know, from a year earlier, you can tell there, are, you know, that there's been a huge shift in, in quality. So you never say never. Um, but at the same time, I, I'm going to find it hard to find one that I think that is as accurate as, as this. But I think the fact that it is made out of plastic does actually give you the ability to fuss up some some deeper details in the casting, etc. Um, so you know we'll have to see. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, in fact, if, if there's if there's time, Eamon, did is there a time for I mentioned a quick other figure that I, I had sent through? If there's t- do we have time? Do we, we have, have time? Tri- you guys, tri- you guys tri- need to. Time? Let me check. Do we have time? Yeah, we have time. <laughs> we time. No, the, the main reason really is talking to Trevor earlier and obviously him talking about you know setting up a company with his brother. Uh, I had a couple of figures oh, yeah. sent through from uh, a new company called Flirty Girl, uh, which instantly oh, yeah. kind of makes you think, hello, yeah, what's going on here? And uh, <laughs> they seem to be you know following the kind of model uh, business model that kind of Triad had set up, where it's kind of like um, unlicensed figures, fantasy figures, uh, and uh, certainly their their first you know three or four, four or five releases are all based on female characters. Characters. Um, and the first few were completely unlicensed. Uh, the first one that I, I've, I've got in front of me is like a steampunk figure, which literally doesn't even have a name other than uh, Flirty Girl Collectible DX001. Um, and they, they've gone to the you know the bother of making their own um, their new base body, and it, it's it's nice. It's kind of it's got a good degree of articulation. The, the head sculpt on the first one is is nice and well painted, and it's kind of got a, as I say a steampunk kind of look to it. Uh, apparently, it's based on there's a cosplayer. Um, reasonably well-known in cosplaying circles called Kato, who designs a lot of steampunk outfits, and it's kind of based loosely on one of her outfits, though not officially. Um, And yeah, I was really impressed, but really what I wanted to move on to was the third one uh, in their series, which is actually licensed. Apparently there's like an online um, uh, multimedia series called uh, Heroes of the North, which is a Canadian comic book series, and they've kind of made little webisodes about it. Uh, and they've they've got this uh, this model called Bianca oh, on, Bianca Beauchamp or Beauchamp. Oh yeah, Bianca. yeah, you know her. Yeah, yeah Bianca she's balloons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because this is this is one of those rare occasions where I have a female figure with a bust size. You know when the, you, you, they really overdo the bust yeah. sizes. Well, you know, and, are overdone to hell. And I'm I've got the figure in front of me. And I'm look, and I was looking at pictures of her when I was trying to review the something. And actually, they could, they could have been a bit bigger. Oh really? <laughs> she, 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 she is crazy big in the real world. Um, but no, they've done a really good job. I think because this one is licensed, they've really kind of you know gone to, gone to the bother of getting the likeness as close as they can. You know, we're not talking hot tours quality here because at the end of the day, you can buy this complete figure. I think it's around about one hundred and thirty, hundred and forty dollars. Figure called again exactly. Uh, it's called Crimson, uh, and it's made by Flirty Girl. 
collectibles. Um, and I say it's from this series called Heroes of the North. Um, and this person, she's in like a skin-tight red kind of PVC outfit, uh, as, oh, as you do. Uh, and she's got kind of like... Um, a, you know, utility belt and stuff, but she also comes with a, a, quite a cute accessory is a, is a one-sixth wolf, because the character has this wolf character called Looper, who, uh, who, who kind of partners her everywhere, and they've, they've, they've given you that as well. Sadly, it isn't articulated, but it's a really nice, solid sculpt. It's a really solid piece of vinyl, and it's, you know, very nice, deep detailing and, and nicely painted. Um, but yeah, I was just really impressed by it. As I say, it's, it's a new company. Um, as I say, very much like in the vein of sort of triad and that kind of stuff. But I think the quality on the on the head here and the painting on particularly on this third one is uh, is, is of a much higher standard. Um, and yeah, I think they're a, you know one to watch. It looks it's like nice they're employing the same technique as they did on Black Widow with the kind of that hair gel now. And again, you're, yeah. you're seeing that now with the ACI toes Aragorn as well. Where yeah, as I was, as I was uh, saying earlier that. These companies are looking at some techniques and obviously going on mimicking the techniques. So we got the, the Black Widow was, I believe, the first figure to kind of have real hair, but it was permanently fixed, so you wouldn't, you know, we actually had a yeah. definite style. Yeah, I mean, one thing also, she's got rooted hair. On, I mean, both of them have, both the ones I mentioned. Uh, but the crimson hair, um, both of them, you know, you will you will find yourself kind of futzing and kind of just trying to get it just so. Um, but the, the crimson figure does also come with like a hooded cloak with a, a poseable wire in the cloak. And I think she looks quite cool with that on. And when you've actually got that, it means the hair's kind of more controlled anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I'm really impressed. The only the only downside, I think, on the figure is that on the on the first one, the steampunk one, they, they again, a bit like on the Dread, they, they've got fabric. Boots or leather leather boots with real laces, and so again they're really poseable. But on on the crimson figure, she's got solid boots, and they're oh, kind yeah. of they're real high heel boots. And yeah, and she doesn't come with a stand, which is a bit annoying because I don't like stands. But because of the particular footwear they've designed for her, she does really kind of teeter about. Um, but um, but no, I was really impressed. I thought it was really nice. So I know they've I, I did hear say that they've got another figure um, from this license, the Heroes of the North, uh, that they're working on. Um, and yeah, they've got a couple of others coming out soon. So yeah, I just thought it was worth giving them a giving them a shout out. A Bianca Bullcamp figure. Well, I never thought I'd see today. Yeah, well, I'm holding it in my hand and the ca- and the figure. <laughs> Surprised she can fit in your hand. <laughs> she's not a little girl. Well, she's actually little in stature, but she's not little in all other things. She's a little no, no. no, small. Yeah, in fact, I, I have put together a little review, uh, so I'll be forwarding that to you, Mike. And I've got some links, so you can you can enjoy looking at the. Uh, Forward that to me because I'll need a photograph for this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool. Alright then. Yeah. Well, unless uh, we've got any more discussions, chaps, I think we could be wrapping up the show. And, cool. and, and anything, any any other thoughts by any other figures? I mean, we obviously we'll, we'll save the Terminator so and Black Widow for uh, next time. No, I think what might be quite nice. I mean, because obviously I would imagine the next recording we're going to be doing is, is Christmas time. Yeah, we'll try to Christmas. Christmas I just wondered if it's worth just running around, everybody seeing if there's anything particular they wanted to find in their stocking on Christmas morning. Ooh. Like, how 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 valuable is the stocking? Oh, I, 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 I think I think it could be you know whatever you want really. Are we going to put a lid on it? Ah, no, nah, let's go. Let's let's go. We're all we're all wealthy as hell here, as everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just Trevor. going to throw another wad of fifty pound notes on the fire just to. <laughs> Trevor, Christmas stocking. What will be your? What will be your... A- anything. It doesn't have to be a time. Just thinking. Anything that's out there that you're just thinking. I need oh that. boy. Oh man, I got no idea. We'll go around. <laughs> we'll come back to you. Go on then. Mike. Okay. Well, you know, nobody buys me toys. They they learned a long time ago not to even attempt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same here. You know, it just yeah, they just don't do that. So, um, but what would be fantastic would be a new camera. Oh, oh yes, for your photo shoots and things. Yeah, 
Let me get some lights up. Your camera seems pretty good, the one that you have on your website at the moment. But It's not bad, but it's about 12 years old now, so. All right, okay. Okay, you need a new I camera. I could use a new one just to have fun. Yeah, get, get a new camera. Okay, so new camera. That's a pretty, that's more expensive than a figure as a camera mic. Yeah. I don't know if I can afford that now. This year. <laughs> Maybe next year, if you're good. Jeff? <laughs> do, do you know what's funny? If I was going to say the same thing, I, I was really kind of like, I've been eyeing up a few cameras recently, but um, but my wife's recently bought one, so I'll probably be borrowing that. But no, for me, it's mostly books, I think, this year. I'm, uh, David Shrigley, I don't know if you're this familiar with David Shrigley, a, a kind of uh, an artist stroke cartoonist. He's got a new book, I quite fancy that. But uh, as far as toys goes, I think it's just all the usual suspects, all this, you know, whatever's released before Christmas will be uh, will be much wanted. All right. Trevor? Well, actually, no, I'll, I'll, I'll say mine. You, you, you can think a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I actually really like the Heartbreaker, the Iron Man Heartbreaker. I quite, oh, yeah. I, I quite like that. Uh, I mean, because I didn't opt to get the um, the Silver Centurion, but I wouldn't mind yeah. uh, finding the old Heartbreaker in the old stocking. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping Captain America stealth would be amazing. Yeah. So pre- I'm, I'm oh, pre- I've, just, I've just thought of one more thing. I forgot. There's just, uh, has anybody heard of the Nuvitron clock? The what? Nuvitron. You'll have to Google it. N-U-V-I-T-R-O-N. It's basically it's it's made using old Cold War technology. Um, these things called uh, is it Dixie uh, Nuvitron? I can't remember what they're called, but it, it, it looks like a steampunk clock. It's got these like old kind of valve numbers that are hidden oh, right. within the within the surface of it. Oh, cool, right? Yeah, yeah that, that's uh, that's Nixie Nixie valves. That's what they're called. Yeah. I have to say, I've taken a fascination with clocks lately at the moment. I need one of them. I need. Trevor, come on now, come on, don't okay, stop, okay. man. Pressure's uh, on, man. Pressure's I like, on. Uh, I like the, the Star Wars Black Series stuff. I haven't uh, got Chewbacca or, or Jedi Luke yet. I want those. <laughs> nice, good call. Yeah. I, I really dug the job of the hut from that. Oh yeah, I got that. That's awesome. Did you get the the San Diego Comic Con exclusive one with little slits? No, I didn't get that. No, just yeah, the okay. this single. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I was the last time you come, kind of. I managed to get the Boba Fett, so I still have that over there. You know, they're really, oh, nice! They're nice figures. I saw the Luke Skywalker today. Uh, the, the Jedi, Jedi Luke today for the first time in the stores, along with the white Boba Fett. And I have to say, I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't really happy with Luke Skywalker on, on that. Oh one. yeah. He's a little disappointed yeah. on that. Um, the Bespin one, and I thought the X-wing pilot one was good. I have the X-wing pilot one, but I thought that the Jedi, I don't know, just. It's a bit, yeah. bit sloppy mm-hmm. on, 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 some, can, on some of that. Can I just ask, because I haven't, I haven't really been following them, and I've kind of seen a few of them in Toys R Us and thought, you know, some of the early ones look good. And it, I felt personally that the quality seemed to have trailed off on some of the later ones, but yeah. not all, but, yeah. but they weren't really up there. But and they did a speeder bike, didn't Ooh. they? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. does, does anybody know? Because I haven't been following the line, so I'm not up on it. Did, are there any plans for, for more vehicles? Are they going to up the scale? I mean, oh, can we expect a land speeder or, or even an X Wing? I mean, that's going to be big. Oh, it's going to be the. It's going to be big, but I just wondered if they were had any would, plans for that. I would imagine so. I mean, if Mattel yeah, I haven't heard anything, stuff. but I'd be surprised if they don't at least yeah. go with some of the smaller vehicles. Yeah, yeah. I think a snow speeder or a land speeder would probably be pretty, pretty cool. I think an X-Wing might mm. be a bit too ambitious in, in that scale. But then, you, you see, know, that, that's, that's, that's the one I think, like, you know, personally, if they were to bring an, uh, an X-Wing, that might be the one that I think, oh, now I've got to pick up the, uh, the, the, the pilot and I've got to get the X-Wing. Jesus, imagine the size of Millennium Falcon. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> well, you know, Mattel made Castle Grayskull, so it's just, yeah, yeah, any, yeah. anything can happen. Anything can yeah. happen. 
All right, and, and anything canon will happen, as you've heard on this also exciting episode of the Hot Toy Cast. Uh, hopefully next month, or next no, next month, it won't be what next month, it'll be soon, whenever we can get around again. Uh, we It'll be hopefully our Christmas special. We may or may not at that stage have the Four Horsemen with us on, on that particular one. It just depends on how their shipment with their Gothitropolis line goes. So as soon as they get their shipment of that, we'll hopefully have them on the show so we can actually talk about the stuff that we have in hand. So it may be this episode or maybe next uh, the next episode or maybe the one after that. But I just wanted to say a big thanks to Trevor Grove for coming on on, on our show oh, today. Yeah, it's Thank great to Trevor. talk to you guys. You know, I mean, it's always always nice to have a man from the in- industry coming on, just shooting the breeze with us and, and, and talking about what's what's been happening. And you know, you're a bit notorious now, Trevor. I mean, you 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 you, you can die happy man. Yeah, you're notorious now. You you've you've upset a lot of housewives. Well, hey, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I Not every man forgot. can say that. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Hey, then. it was well, great talking to you guys. It's been great, been great having you over too, man. Well, as 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 we like to say in the business, adieu. So, gentlemen. <laughs> Bye bye. Yeah, thank you very much, and talk to you next time. Goodbye. And that's a goodbye from me, folks. All the best. Good night!